in America, we have this expression of like, you know, a self-made person. I pull myself up from my bootstraps. The Bible says that every good thing that you have and I have inside of my life is a gift from God. King Nebuchadnezzar, because he was a guy who didn't have a relationship with God. He's a pagan. He worshiped a not, he worshiped an idol. And he also worshiped himself and wanted others to worship himself. And King Nebuchadnezzar erects this giant statue, 90 feet tall, solid gold of himself and says, anybody who doesn't bow down to it will be thrown into a furnace. He gives no credit to God, no credit to anybody else. He sees, I have accomplished this. This is equivalent to the person saying, look at my bank account and what I have accomplished. Look at the number of followers I have on Instagram. Look how physically attractive I am or fit I am. Look at all the degrees that I have accomplished and accumulated for myself. And he doesn't give credit to the source of all of those things in his life, just like all of the things in your life of success or accomplishment or good, which is God. In other words, in America, we have this expression of like, you know, a self-made person. I pull myself up from my bootstraps. The Bible says that every good thing that you have and I have inside of my life is a gift from God. We have no part in deciding. Like you didn't grow up in the home or you didn't choose to grow up in the home and the city or have the education or the opportunities or drive the car that you had. You didn't decide to be a part of the family or be raised in the community that you have. And you may be thinking, no, dude, I'm, I'm self-made. Like I, my parents didn't do anything and I've worked hard and I have made it through all of that energy and hard work. Who gave you the energy to do that hard work? Who gave you the mind to think and be able to complete tasks at your business to succeed? And we often do or think like Nebuchadnezzar thinks, like, man, I am responsible for what I have created through all my hard work. And the first manifestation we see or the symptom of pride is this arrogance that assumes you are responsible for your success and giving no credit to ultimately the source of good, which is God. And he models that inside of this chapter. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul reiterates this idea where he says to the Corinthian church in verse 7, what do you have that you did not receive as a gift? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you didn't? That Nebuchadnezzar, like oftentimes we can, was taking credit for something that was given to him by God. And what pride makes us do is be basically cosmic plagiarizers of God. I take credit for what ultimately is his, what ultimately he is given. And everything, and I know some of you are sitting there and you're thinking, man, but I really, I've worked really hard and made good decisions. Even the ability to make those decisions and to have strength to get up and the breath in your lungs today is all a gift from God. And King Nebuchadnezzar, sitting on the rooftop, look at me, look how amazing I am. And this is what happens next after the symptoms, the side effects. While the words were still in his mouth, a voice called down from heaven, O King Nebuchadnezzar, this message is for you. You are no longer ruler of this kingdom. What was that like? That's a bad day. This is not a drill. You are no longer king. You will be driven from human society. You will live in the field with wild animals. You will eat grass like a cow. Seven periods of time will pass while you live this way until you learn 
The Most High rules over the kingdoms of the world, and he gives them to anyone he chooses. The same hour the judgment was fulfilled, Nebuchadnezzar went mad. He was driven from society. He ate grass like a cow. He was drenched with the dew of heaven. He lived this way until his hair was long like eagle's feathers, and his nails were like that of bird claws. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, it says in multiple locations, clothe yourselves with humility because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Pride puts you in the opposition of God. Think about that. A proud person, it's like God's on one side, a proud person on the other. That's not a fight you want to take. We see clearly the implication of God opposing the proud in Nebuchadnezzar's life. What does it look like? He's out in the yard eating grass under the opposition of God. But there's other side effects that we see that are a part of pride. One of them, another one of them is anxiety. That pride will produce anxiety inside of your life. And here's what I mean by that. If I believe that I'm responsible for accumulating, providing, creating, I am solely responsible for making it in this life. What happens in my future is entirely dependent on me. The success of the organization I'm leading or the business you're running or your ability to get out of debt, it is entirely dependent on you. That's gonna create a lot of anxiety. And it's gonna make me think that, man, I'm in control, I need to reach for control, I need to keep things in control. And it's gonna do, wanna create one of the side effects that pride creates, which is anxiety. And I'm consumed about fear of man, which is another way of pride. 